Hello, welcome to our brand new podcast, The Podcast of Things. My name is Ed Martin and I'm joined by my co-host, George Murphy. Hi guys. This is our very first episode of our brand new podcast, The Podcast of Things. What is The Podcast of Things? Well, I'm glad you asked. The Podcast of Things is basically uh, us figuring out what we want to, what we've enjoyed, articles, hobbies, and just bringing them to you. Um, I think that's, I think that's basically the premise, right? Yeah, sounds good. I mean, we're two people who've got quite varied interests. We share a lot in common, but we also branch out in quite a nice sort of way, I suppose. So hopefully the topics we're going to get to are going to be varied um, and are going to be a little bit different each week. Yeah, I think that, I think that's key. I think the main the main the main thing is that you find it the podcast a interesting, b informative, and c a good laugh really. Uh, so without further ado, let's crack on. off George with your your uh, thing of the week that's that's yeah. what we're going to call it by the way guys the thing of the week I know intuitive uh, well it, the name's right there so I don't see <laughs> the point in fighting it um, no, exactly. so you guys won't know but I'm probably going to bang on about it constantly throughout this but I'm a science teacher and this week I was teaching my year sevens all about disease um, and at one point during topical. this topical very topical obviously it's nice when that happens um we got onto a topic that I found I didn't know a great deal about. So, being a scientist, I've now divin, divin, dive, <laughs> dive, dive deeper. Not an English teacher. Dodge, duck, and dive. Dodge, deep, yeah, whatever it is. And I found a really interesting article, New Scientist, that has kind of got me wanting to dive down a very interesting hole. But I'm just going to share with you guys. Yeah, I can't swim as well, which is quite <laughs> ironic. So maybe there's other dreams there that need to be settled. So, Ed, if I were to ask you what is the single thing that has killed more people since human existence, what would you say? Um, I mean, I assume it's a disease, but I, I, I want to say war, but I, I don't, maybe not. Okay, so what if I told you that in 2018 alone... This thing killed nearly four hundred thousand people. Uh, starvation. Oh, that's a good one. No, it's actually malaria. Oh, so crikey. they've estimated that since the dawn of humanity, and I don't think they mean a hundred thousand years ago. I think they're kind of thinking post ice age. Since uh, mosquitoes began. Yeah, I mean there weren't mosquitoes in the ice age. So post ice <laughs> age. Uh, in the Holocene, are, they reckon that malaria has killed over half the people that have ever existed. Whoa. So, I don't know how they track that. Maybe that's something I need to do and do some homework. Anyway, this has got me down this really weird wormhole. Um, mosquito hole. And it, a mosquito hole. Let's go with that. And there was this study that has been done. I found this article in New Scientist. Um, I'm not going to source it properly because I can't afford $45 for the article. Anyway. <laughs> It's on New Scientist. It's fine. Um, this There's a German scientist called Sylvia Portugal. It's German, last name Portugal. Quite interesting. 
um, from Heldeberg University in Germany. And basically, her and her mates went to uh, Mali in the west in West Africa and did a two year study on a small village. And out of the six hundred people that lived there, they found that in subsequent years, over three hundred and fifty people showed symptoms of malaria. Fine, nothing remarkable about that. However, they noticed that those cases were weighted drastically towards the wet season. Of those 350 plus cases, only 12 and then 5 respectively, so 12 in 2017, 5 in 2018, actually occurred during the dry season. Mm -hmm. So, the title of this article, I'll let you in, is Malaria Parasites Hides in Human Body by Changing How Its Genes Work. So you can see where the interest was peaked here. Mm -hmm. um, and I won't bore you with all the details, but essentially, well, this is how we're going to explain it. Have you played the app Plague Inc. on your phone? Yes. Everyone's played this. You start off as a disease. You pick a country. You develop your symptoms, your fatality, how you spread. And then eventually, you know, you try and take over the world with this disease. Now, Kill everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually... The trouble was that our generation hacked the game and we knew how to win. Yeah. And the way to win was to never, ever give yourself any symptoms, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. If you could spread it as much as you want, no yep. symptoms. And essentially, that's what this protocyst has learned to do. That's the designation that malaria is. It's a protocyst. It's a eukaryotic nucleide cell, but it's weird. It's a, it doesn't matter. Anyway... This tiny little thing has worked out how to get rid of all of its symptoms during the dry season. And it's managed that by working out it can turn on and change how, uh, what's the word, not viscous, how, almost how sticky and how tacky it is. And what it does is when it's in the blood cells, it changes how sticky the blood cells are. In the wet season, it makes them super, super sticky, so they stick to the wall of your veins. Yeah. And by doing that, the disease can manifest and spread and whatever. During the dry season, it turns that off. The genes, the gene signature is turned off, not sticky, and the blood is recycled in the spleen. Mm. So what that means is that during the dry season, the disease is effectively eradicated. Now, I'm not sure why they do this, and I'm reading through the article even as we speak, but it seems to be the disease's way of remaining dormant long enough to be potent at the worst time of year. So yeah. when when the wet season comes and there's more diseases, there's more, more comorbidities and it can be more, more effective. The efficacy goes up. Now, I don't know about you, but for something that is impossibly small, smaller than a red blood cell, I just... It, it instantly drew my attention because it was so crazy that it is cheating us in order to kill us as fast as it can i mean that's pretty that's pretty dark isn't it like it's um if, if you if you think about the bacteria and viruses and disease full stop i mean it's pretty it's it's pretty bleak i mean they, they are bleak. they are literally they are literally designed to eradicate life essentially yeah but unfortunately it kind of goes against the whole point of them being alive. Because diseases and viruses and protocysts, these things don't want to kill their host. Yeah. 
because once the host dies, they're dead as well. The 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 the, the idea is to spread, which is where malaria is so good. Is because art oh, just worked <laughs> out. Okay, I've just got it. So malaria in the rainy season is when the mosquitoes reproduce. So they want loads and loads of disease in the rainy season. Yeah. So the mosquitoes can get it. Right there we go. We've got it. We've cracked it. I've managed to do some comprehensive reading. <laughs> I've worked it out. Christ. Okay. So, yeah. So my thing this week is the adaptability of nature. And to be honest, this is probably something I'm going to talk about fairly regularly because mm-hmm. I'm a massive nerd. Um, I will. But yeah, that's what I wanted to bring to the table was just a little fun fact about one of the worst things that's ever existed in the world. Um, add a bit of perspective perhaps to our dire situation um we are in a dire situation and it sucks um but at least we aren't in mali with an, an instance rate off the charts of malaria so yeah. that's my thing today it's a nature thing it's an optimism thing and i even brought a little game into it as well so oh, really i'm excited for this game go on oh no it was the play gink game that was the oh. game oh i see sorry okay. <laughs> you, you, you piqued my interest and you, well not you piqued my interest with that as well but that I thought, I thought, all right, there's a game. I'm in. I'm in. Um, I, I think that's really interesting because you know you don't. I think, I think, you know, as you said, we're we're in a in a time now where it's uh, it, everything is coronavirus, 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 which is obviously it for, for for fair enough reasons. But actually, you kind of forget about all these these things like malaria, which is still a massive problem. It's, you know, world hunger is still a massive problem. Um, AIDS is still a massive problem. All that kind of thing, and it just it kind of it kind of it does put things into perspective. But I, I just malaria just seems like so it's almost kind of commonplace, so commonplace now that you kind of go, Ugh, yeah, malaria, cool. Um, well, of course it is, and the, like I don't know about you, but the last thing that in the news that really brought it out was about ten years ago when Cheryl Cole got it. Do you remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was it. I remember. We don't hear about it. DDA Drogba as well had it, but because apparently, like with malaria as well, don't like you. It's a it's a case where you it's all you once you have malaria you've got malaria it's like it's like being a cheater once a cheater always a cheater because like and I think uh, that must be what this similar thing about the article is because it yeah. must just lay there forever yeah 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 that's really interesting so I mean you talk about plaguing as well what so where was uh, this is going to be completely off topic but I'd just be interested to know if you, if 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 you we always had the meta of did you start in the same exact place did you start in like Africa. Yeah, always started in Africa. Yeah. Because, I don't know what, I think it was the transport was low and the healthcare was low or something. Bearing in mind, this game was like 10 years old. So, yeah. ethically, probably a bit mean to say uh, that Africa, you know, but... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's probably not great. Um, but I also could name the disease and that, that was always the funnest pit where you could kind of like... And then it used to say like, you used to be really mature, like, uh, I don't know, like... Saggy uh, balls. Yeah, exactly. Saggy <laughs> balls has killed killed half the population or whatever, you know. And, I, you know, when you're 18 years old, that's the funniest thing in the whole entire world. Actually, it's quite funny now thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, that's um, good to say. Still is. Uh, but, yeah, um, I think I think I remember, like, uh, our friend Matt, I think I named one of, one of um, I just called it Matt, and it, it, it came up with saying, Matt has killed half the population of the world. And I thought that was really funny. Obviously, it's not that funny, but hey-ho. Um, I'm, sure, I'm sure Matt will be a guest on here at some point. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he will. I'm sure he'll love it. Um, we'll reserve no, judgment. <laughs> we, we will reserve judgment. I mean, I've been carrying on the theme. I, I don't know if you played the, um, it's kind of similar, the, played the board game, Pandemic. 
I, I've never have, but I've always wanted to. It's it's amazing. It's it's it's, it's very similar thing, but it, I think it's, it's almost the reverse of Plague Inc. Where where you have to find cures and uh, and stop diseases spreading. Um, and it's really really good. And it's it's a short game. It's, it's kind of forty five minutes long, and it's it's really good. Um, and that, I, you kind of you kind of understand that. That especially in a time of coronavirus now, you can kind of goes it goes from goes from oh I'm, I've got this under control to holy shit um, the whole world's infected with coronavirus or you know saggy balls if you like. Um, <laughs> anyway, so no, that's cool. Uh, uh, my my thing is slightly actually it's slightly it's still slightly scientific, um, but it's 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 kind of it shows the breadth of that we're planning to do with this podcast. No, I, I recently have been. I've, we've been down to the local uh, cider farm, uh, and I, I thought that you know I, that that's quite cool. I you know talk about kind of cider and stuff, but you know I might save that for in the summer when you know people are out and about, and we can go to Glastonbury. And, you know we can actually drink some cider. Uh, but yeah, today, reminisce actually, on the good times. Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly, and go to the cider bus. Um, but actually, uh, today I have uh, have delved into the 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 dark art potentially Ooh. of. Um, of making sourdough bread. Oh no! Yeah, that mistress. Okay, that, it's gonna it, be interesting. So, so it's quite it's quite complicated, and I didn't you don't don't really appreciate how complicated making sourdough bread is. <laughs> no. It's a it's a it's a long it's a long process, uh, and basically, it takes literally uh, a, a two days to make bread. Um, but but so for, for instance, for those of you who don't know, um, me being an expert baker, I know very much about sourdough bread. Not um, you. You have <laughs> a starter, which is basically just flour and water, and you you it, it something, and you have to add that with the yeast, and that kind of you kind of put it and leave it in the fridge, and it put it to sleep, which sounds a bit you know dark, but <laughs> you, you put it to sleep, and it, it rests in the fridge forever. Uh, and it, and then when you want to make the sourdough bread, you bring it out of the fridge to waken it up, and you add some more flour and water to it, and you leave that overnight. And then the next day, you make your normal dough as you would if you're making any other bread, and you add this starter to it, um, and you mix it up, and you give it a good knead. Uh, and it is very chemistry, so I think I think you I think you will like this. So basically, the yeast that's in that you've kind of woken up um, and uh, and given life um, produces gas, which leavens the bread, which is a very technical term. Leavens the dough, sorry, not the bread. It's not bread until it's cooked. <laughs> um, uh, and then it kind of, when you put it in the oven, it it steams and uh, and it kind of creates a sourdough. I think I'm not really sure if that's the way. Anyway, the steps are: you basically have to bring it out, make a normal bread, and then you have to leave it you have to leave it for kind of an hour and then you have to knead it again and you have to leave it for half an hour and knead it again and you have to leave it for half an hour and knead it again and then you can put it in a proving drawer and then it proves um and then you then that's not it hold hold the fort also there's, there's salt involved as well somewhere, <laughs> so somewhere along the lines i think you have to Christ. throw salt in yeah um, but it's it's very technical and it's very chemistry based and you're basically just um creating lactic acid as well um and that is what produces uh, the that what's what contributes to the flavour uh, in in the form of sourness and why hence the name sourdough, um, and yeah so we have uh, mine is currently proving um, and the next step is to to bring it out and then kind of fold it and put it in the fridge and then it 
rest overnight and then in the morning I will cook it and you cook it in a Dutch oven which <laughs> when, um... whenever it's called a Dutch oven because it steams but it, but I whenever I say that or hear that phrase I always think of you fighting under the sheets and then and then pulling it over your head I mean that's yeah that's basically that's what that, I think yeah. of that's a Dutch oven also uh, sour so it works well it depends on what you've eaten sometimes it's sweet sometimes eggy true um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's really good. It's quite good fun actually, and it kind of creates this elastic dough that is that is good good fun to to work with. And actually, kneading, I love the the, the kneading part of it because you can you can get all your stresses out and you can you can really really go for it. Um, but yeah, have so you heard the, have you heard the um, the old joke about the baker? Um, no. Uh, why did the baker have smelly hands? Because he needed them? Because he needed a poo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, that's bad. (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't help myself. I mean, that's that's bad. I don't know. Oh, yeah, awful. I I don't think we can leave that in. But we might as well. I don't mind. (laughs) Anyway, um, moving on from a baker needing a poo. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, and it's really good fun. And it's currently in the process of being made... Uh, it's being proved, and I'm uh, in about an hour or two. I will dig it out of the proving drawer, and and oh, and you've got to cover it in cling film as well. Apparently, that makes it that's vital. But yeah, it's good fun. Um, oh, I'm looking forward so, to seeing a picture. So 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 moving like no, that's that's what I've been doing. That's my thing of the week is is making sourdough. Right. So I thought I'd just throw in some like, some cool facts. Um, just not necessarily about sourdough, mostly about sourdough. But um, did you know that bread in general is older than metal? Older than metal. Yeah, like bread was invented no, before metal. That. Before metal was, and I thought that was quite interesting, quite cool. Um, sourdough, in particular, um, is obviously, as I said, the old oldest form of leavened bread, which I, I I I think is 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 to do with the yeast. I think I think it yeast is, yeah. makes it. Yeah, so the, the yeast when the yeast ferments, um, it releases carbon dioxide, which causes it to rise. So it's basically a carbonation process, like with like with drinks in a Dutch oven, obviously. In a Dutch oven. <laughs> um, okay, that makes sense. So, so I, I, there is a story about unleavened bread, but who cares? we talk about leavened bread. We don't want to. We don't want to deal with unleavened bread. But um, that's for next week. That's next week. Yeah, don't. Um, I won't leaven you hanging. Um, anyway, <laughs> so uh, the the oldest sourdough bread dates from three thousand seven hundred BCE. And it was excavated in Switzerland, of all places. Actually, I probably should have asked, really? uh, asked you to guess, guess that. But yeah, I mean, of all Switzerland. Yeah, I don't know. What, I don't five six thousand years ago. That's mad. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, who would who would have lived there then? I have no idea. Swiss people. Yeah, true. I um, mean, yeah, I, that's that must be really early. Like, that's oh, like, yeah, that's that's blow, that's actually blowing my mind a little bit, to be honest. That's proper old, isn't it? So that, and that kind of and that kind of brings me to 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 my point. Another point is like, it's kind of bread related, but this whole you know the the, the chemistry basis of making a sourdough bread is pretty is pretty like like I don't really understand it. So and we've got computers and we've got the internet and we've got Google and we've we've got people who've made it for ever. But who who just thought, you know what? I'm going to add some flour and water together uh, and I'm just going to see how it goes like and then I'm going to make sourdough bread like 
that's just crazy to me. That's that's the mind blowing thing about this kind of the history of humanity. And we've got very deep today, but like who? So bread is one thing, but like who who figured out? Oh yeah, let's cut a, let's cut a chip r really fine and make crisps. Or who who decided it would be a really good idea to cut open a chicken and or or even like put like stuff down goose's neck to make to make pate like it's just crazy yeah i think the trouble is like i feel like in when we look back in history we don't give people enough credit in the right areas um obviously if you're if you've ever studied classics or something or philosophy you can appreciate the written word and how mathematics was developed and things like that but people were really good at what they did yeah. and granted they didn't have the technology we do and i feel like sometimes we focus on the fact that healthcare was crap there was war going on there was religious yeah. turmoil and we forget about the fact that people were doing remarkable things all the time mm -hmm. because things hadn't been discovered yet or they'd been discovered and not passed along or they'd yeah. been forgotten about because there were things that happened in ancient egypt that we then didn't pick up again for four thousand years because we were so disconnected yeah and there's obviously a lot going on and but then the populations were so small as well and people were so spread out and there's communication was a nightmare and it, it, it really like it makes you wonder like if they had if there's a way of giving the resources and the instant understanding of what we've got now what these people would come up with just yeah. because of like the ingenuity that must have like you're absolutely right because they've literally most of this stuff they've pulled right out of their ass they've got yeah. no prior understanding and yet it transfers over and you can look food's a really really good way of doing that because food evolves simultaneously across the world at different times yeah yeah it's, it's really really strange and everyone seems to have settled on bread like, yeah. for some reason bread it's, in some form well i mean just i mean even just like creating flour like who thought you know yeah. look at this wheat let's i know what that that that'll make a really good you know that'll, that'll be a really key ingredient in a lot of things going forward let's grind up really fine um and like wine like who thought let's stand on some grapes and let that ferment and that'll you know that'll get us really good and pissed like who who it just it, it is baffling and it's really good um so just just finally on saturday and i and i i i am gonna bring the tone down a little bit um actually no george has already done that so that's fine yeah don't um worry. did you know that 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 you make sourdough the same way you make sourdough minus the yeast is how you also make play-doh really yeah apparently and he just what? adds you just add some I, mean, I think i think there's some more kind of preservatives and you know colors and everything but it's basically the same process obviously you don't add the yeast because then it turns into bread but like it's so that play-doh tastes nice i don't know i've never tasted play-doh have you tasted play-doh oh yeah maybe yeah, it's, it's, that's it's, probably yeah, why it tastes nice it's pretty it's, it's not don't get me wrong it's not fantastic but it's for a I kid's mean, for a kid's toy pretty edible yeah i mean it I, I probably i mean it must have been better than like you know, what, what were those really, really sour sweets? Toxic waste. Oh, yeah, gosh, they were horrible. Yeah, no, they're not good. They're no good for anyone. They just strip your mouth. I mean, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, they, I think I think that's probably... I think I don't think that's how it's mass-produced, Play-Doh, but I certainly think that is how it was originally found out to be a good thing. Because it is, ultimately, a satisfying squishing things really hard. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think... 
I think uh, I think I think I've enjoyed my thing of the week actually making sourdough, and I think I think that there will be you know George said he's going to have a theme of science. That my my things of the week will have a theme of making or producing or drinking. I will have a food or drink element to it, um, and mostly probably alcoholic and all not that great for you. But hey ho, we you know live and we learn um but no see, that was, how we, see how we do i suppose exactly and i think i think yeah i think that's good good two things of the week and i i urge you to kind of go and try making sourdough or i go urge you to try and understand how malaria is contracted and how that you know is spread around the world you know whichever you know yin and yang i think is i think we'll find on this podcast more than likely yeah <laughs> i think that's gonna be a good balance though yeah definitely and um so just moving on quickly to our um not quickly but we'll, we'll taste the time our, um, our yet-to-be-named segment of the show. We've, we've scoured the internet of things and and looked at and found some really cool things. I think there was some close there was some close close decisions to be made, but ultimately we ended up on the one we're going to be talking about, which is a Christmas tree. Christmas tree lights specifically, and I think it's a bit early to be talking about Christmas, but you know, we get, what else have we got to look forward to? Because you know we're in lockdown too. Um, so this basically is this bloke. Um, I don't know where he is, but he's uh, he's created an app where you and it connects to the lights on a Christmas tree, and you can basically choose the colours. And you literally, he literally got his his a model of a of his christmas tree on his phone and he's literally just choosing colors and swiping on the christmas tree and and it and it, as he does it the lights light up in the color that he's chosen i mean i i hate with a passion with the absolute passion decorating christmas trees it yep. is it literally makes me want to hurl the christmas tree through and just yeet it out of here like that is just it, it definitely falls under the category of things I want to return home from work from yeah. and see they're already done. I think that's a very, I think that's, uh, it's all, I, I agree. And I also think it's one of those things that it's one of those annoying things is, is like, I don't really care about Christmas trees, but actually it doesn't really feel like Christmas without a Christmas tree decorated. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a necessity, but it, you have to move your furniture around. It gets in the way. There's lights everywhere. You've got to remember to turn the lights off every night. Yeah. But, you can't have Christmas without a Christmas tree, unfortunately. So, uh, and what this guy's done is basically shortcut the entire decorating process. And like, think about the the, the, the uses for this. You could give it to your kid. Yeah. Like, there you go. Play with that for ten minutes and see what they can draw on it. Or you know. Uh, but I mean, cer- there will certainly be some phallic objects drawn in the Christmas tree. though, absolutely. Almost instantly. That'd be the first thing I check. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I, 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 I can't quite tell from this video um, whether it's a, a kind of, it's a Christmas tree that you have to put lights on, or if it's a, is a. I, I assume it is a Christmas tree that comes with the lights already on. Yeah, I expect all the the, the not the bright the spruces are like little LED lights. Yeah, I, I, that's definitely not the right word, but let's go with it. I think it is spruces. I think because it's called a Norwegian spruce, a Christmas tree, isn't it? Could well, be. yeah, that sounds right. Oh, well, I made it up. If it's not. Uh, but no, it's, it's actually a really, and I like this invention, and I think you know, I like this this idea that you can just sit on, and also like sometimes you know you can just turn the lights off when you're watching a really scary film like you do at Christmas, or if you're getting bored of a certain color of lights, you can just change it, you know, whilst on your phone or whilst on the toilet. Ooh. 
I've just had a great idea talking about that. Yeah. If someone's downstairs and you're upstairs and you don't want to text them, you could type into the tree, put the kettle on, or I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how fine a detail we're gonna get, but or alternatively, you could scare people and type boo. Into, I don't know. I'm just thinking of conveying messages through different means now. I think I, I don't. I, I I think that's a very good idea. I don't know how. I don't know if the um the the size of the Christmas tree really is um lends itself well to writing you know essays but I think you could probably certainly we could write an exclamation mark instead of boo yeah or you it's could like, it's like, yeah an it's arrow like a to remote the controlled etch sketch yeah. <laughs> yeah just an arrow arrow to the kitchen <laughs> with like a cup of tea underneath I don't know you could you can get some you can get some you can get some good ideas so I think I think it's I think it's cool and I I, I mean I dread to think how much it would cost mm. um but uh it, it it looks pretty fun is this is this 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 uh, segment could almost be called useless inventions of the week, but I don't feel like this is useless. I feel like it's pretty good. No, I think I think we need to. I think uh, yeah. I don't. I and I I I don't know if this one's pretty good. And I think we will bring some useless ones to the to the to the fore. Um, I think we'll we'll toe the line quite. I mean, to be to be fair, I think it's not. I would I wouldn't say that a, a Christmas tree which you could use you light up using your phone is you know can be classed as a necessity it's definitely a a, a luxury item so in, <laughs> in that respect it's pretty useless like it doesn't it doesn't better my life in any particular way but it looks pretty good fun and it would it would save the annoying thing and the hassle of doing christmas decorations on a tree at christmas yeah agreed i quite, I quite like it i agree I'm so quite, i'm I mean, quite a fan so uh, Let's let's give it let's give it a, a podcast of things rating. Um, okay. Do we do we want to do we want to I think we go. Do we want to go? Would we buy or would we not buy or do we want to do? Do we want to just give it a yeah that's all right or that no I would that's not great. I, I'm going to designate it something really arbitrary and we'll see how this goes. Okay. I'm going to call this an interesting thing, and I don't know what that's going to mean yet. But that's what I'm going to call it because that's what it is. Okay. Okay. That's no. I like that. I. Th- I. I would. I would. I like it as interesting. I'm going to dedicate it as a a um, as a all right thing. Okay. So on the hierarchy, I'm going to say that interesting is slightly above where all right is. Yeah, I would say so. We're going to see how convoluted this gets as we record. Yes. I. I. Is we. If you haven't noticed, we're winging it at this moment. But that's cool. Yep. And that's fine. So, I mean, it's an all right thing from my point of view. It's an interesting thing from your point of view. I think interesting perhaps the wrong words, but we can figure it out. We're going to see how we get on with it. Yeah. Cool. It, that's yeah. definitely going to change, <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> anyway, um, but that kind of, that I think that's that wraps up for our first ever podcast, the first ever yeah. show. Um, I'm quite pleased with that. It's good. Uh, and I... I um, <clears throat> and we'll we'll be back again shortly. I think I think it's uh, we'll try and make this a weekly thing. Uh, obviously, we're not doing anything at the moment, but uh, yeah, hang, um, keep up to date. Let us know if you've got any interesting things that you want us to try, anything in, interesting things that you want us to read or or do, or if you've got any interesting facts, or if you've got anything any comments about about the things that we're doing this week, and you know whether you you like sourdough or not. I mean, just anything. Give us a shout, um, and we'll be around next week. But until then, cheerio. Yeah, thank you very much.